This episode is brought to you by Dove. You use all the right skincare products for your face, but your body has been missing out. With new Dove Serum Body Wash, you can give your body the vitamin C glow it's been wanting, the hydration boost it's been craving, and the active skincare ingredients it deserves. It's time for your body care era. New Dove Serum Body Wash. Get Dove or get FOMO. This is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. Gonna make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone because individually we're great, but together we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Whether you're making a delicious family meal or a post-workout snack, choose the farm-fresh taste of Eggland's Best Eggs. Only Eggland's Best Hens are fed their proprietary all-vegetarian feed. That's what makes their eggs more nutritious. With 10 times more vitamin E, 25% less saturated fat, and 6 times more vitamin D compared to ordinary eggs. Eggland's Best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com to learn more. Hello and welcome back to Smart TV and I can only say that I hope everybody has had a very Merry Christmas so far. With me in the chair, still recovering visibly from the <laughs> exertions of the festive period, Kellyanne Taylor. Hello, hello, hello. Very good. Still smiling. So Always. this is our special second part of our Christmas Bonanza double issue, where we will be looking at some of the ways of celebrating New Year's Eve, if you're not planning to go out, plus uh, a look at what's on TV this week mm -hmm. and in possibly the next few days of the first few days of the new year. And we will also, in a, a little surprise a Brucey bonus, be looking back at the best telly of 2023. But because everyone's doing these long, long lists, we're keeping it simple. We're keeping it to three titles each mm -hmm. and then just telling you where you can go and find them. Yes. So shall we kick off? Kellyanne, how can we, if we're not going out... On New Year's Eve. Because it's, I can understand why. It's incredibly expensive. Me, I'm, I'm, it's cold. I will not be going very far at all. No. So for those not going out myself included, mm -hmm. what can we be watching on the box? So, kick off 6pm ITV1 with the National Lottery's New Year's Eve Big Bash. That's hosted by Jason Manford and Alicia Dixon and with music from Take That, Busted, Paloma Faith and Becky Hill. That's quite the lineup. So you can start with that, whet your appetite and then I will be watching, even if I don't watch it in real time, The Graham Norton Show. That's on at 10.25. Do we know who the guests are for that? Yes, we do. And it's quite the lineup: Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, Claudia Winkleman and Nadia Hussein. He always manages to get mm. a really, really starry lineup, And he yeah. never disappoints. I love his show. I think every week there is something to go and enjoy. And I think especially looking back over the year, this is going to be a great episode. 
episode. Great fun. So mm-hmm. after that, you've got your choice of two different shows. So BBC Two at 11.30pm. Rod Stewart will be making his annual Hootenanny debut and joining Jules Holland. Or on BBC One, Rick Astley rocks New Year's Eve from 11.30pm. Two, I mean, different, yes. two different offerings. Which one would you lean towards? Well, I feel like Rick Astley is slowly becoming the new Rod Stewart mm. with his kind of housewife's choice, future-proofing his career. So I would say catch Rod while you can because I think there's a plenty yeah. of Rick in our future. Very true. That's a, that's a very wise oh, way to look at the schedule. So, I mean, take your pick. Mm. There's lots on. I think that's the great thing about New Year's Eve. You can flick through the channels oh, yeah. because yeah. you're going to be watching snippets of people singing to microphones, listening to the music that made this year, hearing people reflect on 2023. It's going to be a night of celebrations, isn't it? Do you remember when Robbie Williams did the New Year's Eve party on BBC One? And everybody was really shocked because he was shaking hands with all his fans and then visibly using hand sanitizer. And I thought, oh, that's not very nice. It's a bit cold. Well, wasn't he ahead of the curve? Yeah, goodness. There we go. He, that was uh, foreboding. Learn from Robbie Williams. Yeah, gosh, how often do you hear that? Okay, starting from New Year's Day, what dramas are coming out? It's, it's quite a big time for drama, isn't it? Oh, it's cracking. Mm. Really good stuff. We'll kick off with The Tourist. So this is yeah, series, series two. two. Jamie Dornan mm. and Danielle McDonald back for more. A big hit two yeah. years ago in the Australian outback. Mm. Nobody saw this one coming. Great chemistry between the two. Bit of a confusing tale, which I still don't fully understand. But they have lived to tell that tale. And this series finds them in Ireland. So in theory, oh. Australia was where Danielle McDonald's character was at home and he was the tourist. Mm. This time around, Jamie Dornan is kind of playing host because he's, of course, Irish. So I've seen the first episode and it is as confusing and mesmerising as the previous. So, and catch up on that first series on iPlayer as well. But yes, Taurus kicking off on New Year's Day on BBC One. Over on ITV, same slot, also New Year's Day, Mr Bates versus the post office. I really want to watch this. The real life story of, I mean, the shocking, the shocking miscarriage of justice that befell so many of Mm. the nation's post submasters where they were asked to account for these malefactions in their accounting and were accused of fraud. And it turned out that it was all the the sort of federal software that was the problem, but not before people had really suffered. And this is the story of Mr. Bates, who is a real-life person who took this on, not just for himself, but for so many other people suffering, played by Toby Jones. Who else? Brilliant. Fool me once if you like a bit of Harlan Coben, which I do. Okay. That kicks off as well. Over on Netflix on New Year's Day, they always throw a curveball at this time of year, don't they? Do you remember when everybody watched Bridgerton and it got the highest ratings of the entire year? Who was that, Caroline? Who was watching Bridgerton? (laughs) Or was that just you (laughs) several hundred thousand times? I am the Bridgerton correspondent for it. (laughs) You are. Uh, We have Fool Me Once and this stars... Richard Armitage, who is, I think, Harlan Coben's muse for these Mm. things, but also Michelle Keegan, who just seems to go from strength to strength. Yeah, she's brilliant. She's really good. Mm. So that's Fool Me Once on Netflix, also on New Year's Day. Brilliant. Yes. 
I have a few selections for people who are looking for something a bit different. Now, we see the return of The Traitors, BBC One, Wednesday, 3rd of January, 9pm. I've just noticed I'm putting my hands no. under my chin and doing a weird uh, Mr Burns move. Um, <laughs> so the reason why I am doing said action or gesture is because this series terrified me last year. It caused me some palpitations, some... Uh, low-level anxiety. And for those who don't know, it is a game that we used to play at school. It's, you know, traditional mm. British game where there is, in a group of people, one person who is the traitor and they are uh, inadvertently not actually killing other members of the Thank team. you for clarifying that. Yes. And You're talking you have about to wink guess, murder, aren't you? It, effectively wink murder. Right. Thank you, Caroline. It's all right. It's to the point, it's isn't it? There we go. So that's returning. Obviously, last year it did incredibly well. Mm. So we've got Claudia Winkleman walking us through it. And I'm really excited. I think the only the only hesitation I have about a second series is when this format first came about, it felt very new. Whereas now the contestants will have time or will have had time to see how last year's contestants played. Mm. So I think maybe they have, maybe there'll be more strategy coming into this and I don't know how well that's going to come across. Yeah, there's a layer of awareness mm. that wasn't there the first time around. I don't think they even knew why they'd been dropped into that Scottish castle, I don't think did they? so either. Whereas obviously everyone's a bit more informed. Well, it's mm. like any of these reality TV series, isn't it? Yeah, like, like Love Island. Brother, yeah. Love Island. Everybody was beautifully and innocent and naive and now, yeah. of course, we're all cynical game Brand players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's The Traitors. I think mm-hmm. I think well worth the watch. Okay. I would su- suggest watching communally rather than individually. Oh. I think that's Old a bit school. nicer. Yeah. All right. So that will be Wednesday, 3rd of January, 9 p.m. BBC One. So, films. Two quick picks here. We have on BBC One at 6pm on the 30th of December, Paddington 2. Oh, I mean, that just brings a tear to my eye even hearing that it's Mm. coming. I went to the cinema, I saw it, I cried twice. It's a little bit embarrassing, surrounded by school children. Doesn't matter. Just beautiful. And I believe from the same director who has recently brought us... Wonka. Yes. So yeah, I think I don't think you need uh, any more explaining about that. That is that's such good viewing. I'm really glad they put that on. If anything, I kind of wish it come around Christmas time. Yeah, that could have been a Christmas day yeah. film back in the day. Mm, okay, it's a what good else? One. What else you got? Um, and then for those who are staying home on New Year's Eve and want a film, ITV One, eight thirty p.m. No Time to Die. Oh, Bond. I love Bond. That's old school for this mm, time of year as well. And I like it. And I thought it was a great film. I think, rather controversially, I think some people didn't enjoy it. But mm. how can you not enjoy Daniel Craig? Oh, it's intense. It's, I mean, I yes. always... Do you know what? I I wouldn't necessarily say that that genre of film is is my, mm. my genre. Yeah. But I love the Bond films. Right. So, No Time to Die, 8.30pm. Okay. Go or don't. Do you know what I mean? You you can have your... You can either stay for the music, you can go to BBC One, find all of the music shows, Graham Norton, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, <laughs> or you can come over to ITV One and you've got your Bond film. I think a lot of people will be watching mm. Bond on that evening. I think so. It's probably me. long enough as well to get you all the way to New Year. <laughs> okay. Great stuff. So we now have mm. our three top picks from this Pressure. year. I know. I've tried to go for streaming. You're going to do terrestrial, right? Okay. All right. I think nobody can argue with Happy Valley. Everyone yeah. was very concerned. Sally Wainwright's coming back. Sarah Lancashire's coming back. It's been 10 years. Maybe. James Norton, now a big star. Mm. He's back. Tommy Lee Royce, Catherine Kaywood. But she managed it. Yeah. Went out with a bang, not a whimper. 
And it was a crescendo of an emotional finale. It was physical, it was energetic, that had a bit of mystery in it from another case. Very, very satisfying. And I don't mm. think people perhaps realise how difficult it is when you've had that high standard of writing to go out with such fanfare and such mm. success and still leave us wanting more. So Absolutely. well done, everyone involved. Happy Valley, all available on the iPlay. I have The Last of Us, which is mm. available on now. Never again will people be snobby about screen fiction based on a video game after no. this series. And I think it was one that when people were explaining the premise, which is Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey play uh, or star as survivors in an apocalypse caused by a zombie virus. That doesn't hook many people. But Craig Mazin, he's the writer behind it. He was actually famous for The Hangover Part 3 and then Chernobyl. What a jump. Diverse. Diverse, brilliant. Um, I loved both. This is just standout drama. And I think the thing that makes it so standout is how the individual episodes carry such weight. The episode three is the best piece of television I have ever seen. So you need no more convincing. Don't let the premise be a hang up. Go and watch it because you will be forever grateful. That is The Last of Us on now. Not seeing it because of the sci-fi, because of reasons. Mm. Ignore, ignore that. Okay. Yeah, come back in the new year and I want a full analysis. I want you to have watched at least one episode. Okay. You look so unconvinced. No, I'll do it for you. I believe in you. Because we've been through so much together. Yeah. You'll get to episode three and you will be in tears. I thought, how is a sci-fi show making me sob? Sob, genuine heartfelt. It's about a queer relationship. It's two side characters. They're called NPCs in the video gaming world. Mm. What is that? Non-playable character. Suddenly, this man has brought them to life. Were they really kind of ugly tears? (laughs) They were ugly tears, Caroline. (laughs) And I watched it with other people and there were ugly tears. Men (laughs) sobbing. Not that men shouldn't sob. Right, tell me, number two on your list. Okay, uh, this is my little Australian niche being indulged. This is the newsreader. We talked Mm, about this. I trumpeted it from the rooftops. And uh, series two has not let me down. So we have a Melbourne 1980s TV news station Mm. with two characters. Anna Torv is the central female protagonist and she is just wonderful. I did actually get to interview her. And interestingly, her aunt is one of Rupert Murdoch's ex-wives. But I, I got too nervous. I just didn't ask her about that. So if anybody knows about 80s TV news, it's that family. But uh Great stories, lovely 80s glamour, lots of brown furniture, which I just love, and (laughs) cracking soundtrack from that era. So go and feast. Uh, Let us know what you think of the newsreader. There are now two series available on the iPlayer. So I have, I thought I couldn't have a roundup list and it not include this because this mm. show has Ooh. impacted so many people. Um, and I think for the better, it is... Is it Farmer Wants a Wife? No. no. No, Caroline. Stephen Fry said about the show that he wished he had something like this to go up with. So this is Heartstopper available on Netflix, the first two series. Uh, and I believe a third is underway. Mm. So this is the LGBTQ plus show uh, set in a school about the relationship between Charlie and Nick, two young schoolboys. It is really tender, really beautiful, and it's in some ways light. They they do try to tackle slightly darker issues. There's um, kind of an absent father and some stories around about sensitive eating topics. Mm-hmm. But in general, I think people come for how heartwarming this show is. So that's Heartstopper 
and it's available on Netflix. Beautiful. Okay, my final offering is the sine qua non of the TV canon of 2023. This is another series that went out very much with a bang and a whimper on some of the characters' parts, but also a deep, profound sense of satisfaction that the writers, the showrunner Jesse Armstrong, everyone involved went out at the peak of their game. This is Succession. So we finally found out who the late Logan Roy was going to leave the company to. I don't, we still don't know whether he actually intended to leave it to anyone in particular, but the machinations continued after his shock death halfway through that final series, Brian Cox's performance, spellbinding. But all of them, a top, top notch performances across the board. The script writing remained as ugly, as spiderish, as quick, as blackly funny as we had come to hope and expect through the preceding three series. And uh, I wouldn't say left us wanting more. I was actually quite happy for it to finish when it did. But just extraordinary television. So that's Succession. And that is all available on now as well. So our final offering, this is The Bear on Disney+, Plus, which is the show that everyone was talking Mm. about, it seemed, about the top chef taking over his late brother's restaurant. It's fast-paced, and it feels very much like you're in a kitchen. Um, I don't know why anyone would want to be a chef after watching that show. The the stress levels are high, the stakes are high, and it seems, is it ever possible to make ends meet? So that is The Bear on Disney+. Plus. Uh, well, never a kitchen. I used to do a lot of waitressing. Never pot wash because that, that was. They gross. like you front facing. That, that's it, Caroline. <laughs> this uh, this face made for radio. <laughs> Don't waste that asset with our customer force. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been in the kitchen? No, nowhere near either. <laughs> nowhere near any aspect. You never of worked this in a pub exercise. or a restaurant or a bar. No, no, no. Gosh, what a life! Couldn't be trusted with any of that business. <laughs> Well, that's it. Not just for this week, but for this year, Kelly. It's been one year that we've been doing this together since we took over Smart TV. (laughs) It's flown by. My goodness. (laughs) For some. Um, (laughs) I would say thank you for a lovely, lovely shared experience of telly. Thank you all for tuning in to join us on this journey through the channels week after week. Mm. Uh, We hope you've enjoyed it and do join us again for 2024. So I will just leave you with Happy New Year and Happy Happy Viewing. Viewing!